you're listening to The Daily Lunch on RNIB Connect Radio with Jill Barkley and Linda Raskin. Uh, have you got your rhythm stick in with you, Linda? Oh, yes. Never without it. Yep, yep. You've been hitting Vlad with it, haven't you? <laughs> I have, and he loves it. Yeah, you need to stop that. <laughs> no, it's great. Honestly. You just go, do-do-do-do-do-do, wham, bam, do-do-do-do. <laughs> Anyway, it's time to take a look at Prima magazine and a really interesting story in this week's Prima actually because um, it is about hugs and the importance of hugs and how uh, NICE have actually approved hugs in caring for children who are, are terminally ill. It's fantastic because a hug or a cuddle, you can't beat it. It's the best thing. And as they tell you, it makes you feel safe, gives you security, strength. It even reduces, you know, your feelings of anxiety or stress. It's marvellous. It's it's a, a terrific thing. The problem being that, you know, well, look, the NHS are now saying that this is the best. It's not the best, but it's a terrific thing to do for really sick children to just hug them. The problem being all this wary, you know, how people have been very wary of all this sort of interaction with children because of the, the scandalous spate and the uh, abuse over the years. But, you know, that's kind of, it's not every day, is it? But the, the, there's new guidelines and everything, and they have made it absolutely clear that physical contact is very, very important, particularly for children with serious or critical conditions. And the nurses and the doctors, they shouldn't be afraid to show compassion like that. Well, that's what they're saying. They shouldn't be f- afraid no. to, to hug a child that's that's very, very ill and maybe frightened or uncomfortable of or course. upset. Um, it's it's quite incredible, actually. I don't know if you've ever visited any of the, the children's hospices. I haven't, you know. They are the most incredible places you can ever go to, Linda. And, and these these people that work in these hospices are, are God's angels. Oh, I mean, they, they are. Really, I know that. really are, uh, whether it's for children or not. But oh, yes. they do everything they possibly can to make the last, you know, days, oh, weeks, know. months um, of these children's lives just as as comfortable as possible and as as happy in a strange way you know they they paint the rooms they there's been um there's been times where uh, ponies have been brought into the children's I bedrooms know. i know i've re- see i've read about these things and i think it's so wonderful have you actually been there have you seen it i have been to rachel house um here in scotland mm-hmm. um i can't quite remember exactly where it's located um but i went with my mother before my mother used to go mm-hmm. um um, and every time she went, I used to give her lots of colouring books and crayons and felt it pens and things like that for the children uh, to play with. But she did take me up once uh, many years ago. And uh, it's it, it just stops you in your tracks. It really, really does and humbles you because, you know, no matter what problems are going on in your life, you look uh, at what these little babies are going through and you just think, oh, my goodness, you know, you've got to stop and... And really sort of check yourself. Do you know what I mean? Well, you you absolutely do. And I haven't been to these places, but of course I've read so much about them. And always you hear the parents of the children say they're happy. You know, they feel happy when they're with the children 
in these places because of what you've just said, because the care is so wonderful and the atmosphere and the surroundings are so beautiful for the children and the aftercare. They don't just abandon the parents afterwards. They look after them, you know, they, they welcome them back for other visits and there's little, there's rooms where they can sit and think and pretty gardens. Yeah. It's a fantastic thing. And there's um, Dr. Emily Harrop. Now, she's a consultant in paediatric palliative care at Helen and Douglas House Hospice. And she says people are right, you know, to put in certain boundaries You've got to. But there are times when hugging a child is so helpful and compassion makes the biggest difference because there's only a tiny number who abuse that trust. Yeah. I, hopefully, it's not the usual. And there's a, it's absolutely amazing because it says here the, the reasons to give hugs. And this is the basic. You need four hugs a day to survive. Eight hugs a day for maintenance and twelve hugs a day for growth. Ah, oh, did you? I I think I pretty much manage. You know my twelve hugs a day. Oh, I, I, listen, it's vital. Yeah, I do. I, I love I I love hug, hugs and cuddling. I, I, you know, I, I just like it. It's it's nice. It's it's just so important. And not only that, it appears to fight infections and help your immune system as well. Because it, apparently it's to do with the pressure, you know, if you, a gentle pressure that a cuddle puts on the sternum. I had no idea. This activates the solar plexus, stimulates the thymus gland, and therefore it helps the body's production of white blood cells. It's absolutely incredible. So, you know, it? it's just a cuddle, but it's so, it's so vital. I know that, uh, you know, some of the, you know, most dreadful points in my life where I've just fell in the depths of despair, even, um, you know, the smallest hug or an arm around your shoulder. Mm -hmm. Or I remember once actually after my mother dying, sitting on my sofa at home and I was on my own mm -hmm. and I was I had my head in my hands and I was crying and my dog came up to oh. me and he put his head on my knees as if he was cuddling. And do you know something? That was just a wee moment that I'll never forget. Because I remember thinking, you know, as awful as this is, you know, life has to go on. And, you know, I've got this wee boy to look after. And, and you know, it's just... But it gave me comfort at a time where I needed it. Yeah, and animals sense these things. They mm. really do know. My cat used to know if I was ill or sad. My cat would just come and just sit. Just sit on my knee and let me pat her. It's lovely. And you said before that these hospices allow sometimes even a pony to be brought in or an animal for the child. Yes, I mean, in the place um, where I went to, there was uh, um, French doors out into a garden. Mm -hmm. And they used to, uh, you know, maybe bring a pony in to see a child that was dying. And, and it was amazing, actually, the way that they... they dealt with the children because they said that basically at the end of a child's life they they kind of almost play a game where the child is part of the game and it makes them feel less frightened 
about moving on uh, and, and, you know, passing on. Oh. And it's just, oh, it brings, you know, tears to your eyes, massive lump in your throat. Oh, but, yes. You know, it's, it, they really are incredible places and, um, you know, it's so vital, so incredibly vital. But, uh, yes, getting back to the hugs, it's so important to give the people you know and love a hug and, and let them know that you care about them. I just think it's it's such a, a, a sharing thing to do. They even There's even, you know, there's been all these studies and even scientists who've conducted a study, they believe that touching and hugging, it could be a, a useful supplement even to more traditional cognitive-based therapies, you know, like in treating low self-esteem. If you give somebody a hug, oh, well... That's nice. Yeah, and no. depression. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, all, incredible. All it's, and I have been to a hospice, but not a children's hospice, an adult hospice, where it's almost the same thing. And the staff, I've seen them hug patients. They're so caring. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible what a hug can do. Linda, thank you so much uh, for taking us through that article. And uh, obviously, if you want to take a look at this article, it's on this week's Prima website. So do go on and take a look. It's fully accessible. It's prima.co.uk. And do get in touch and let us know what a hug means to you. Are you a hugger or uh, do you not like touching people? There's some people, Linda, that don't actually like No, they don't hugs like it. And they don't like their personal space being invaded. So I think you've got to sort of, you know, be very mindful of that as well. But uh, But I think we're just a nation of little huggers. I think so too. (laughs)